We pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your mercies. We thank you for your kindness. We thank you for your love. We thank you that you do not give up on us. We thank you that you have loved us with an everlasting love. We thank you that we can call you our Father. And most importantly, we thank you that you call us your children. We pray and may Christ alone be exalted in our discussion tonight. In the name of Jesus. Amen and amen and amen. Wow, we thank God for yet another 24 hours. We thank God has granted us another opportunity to work on Him. And whilst we are in the day season of our lives, we refuse to be ignorant, nor do we allow ourselves to be careless in not finishing the work He has given unto us. And tonight we are having a new discussion with God through the pages of Scripture. And we are beginning a series, I don't know how many parts it will be, <laughs> titled Continue Daring. Continue Daring. It's a very instructive word that God is giving to us, I believe, especially in this season of our lives. And even in this season of the year, God is saying, Continue Daring. Continue daring because results come from continuity and well by the time you're hearing it it's uh, i was just thinking about the fact that i i enjoy football that footballers wake up every morning and they do the same thing over and over again and just looking at people like um cristiano ronaldo who have been playing years People have been playing football for almost two decades and you go and you wake up every morning and they keep doing the same thing over and over again you know mostly they'll start with their passes and the same movement and the interesting thing is that when they they break or the season ends they mostly have a break sometimes the break is at most a month because generally the season would end in middle or ending of may then june they are on a break by july they are resuming for pre-season and some don't even get the opportunity to do that break but you see how rusty players become for not playing football for just a month for some of them they even go and play tournament for their nation but just that two weeks or three weeks break from playing football they need to have a pre-season so you realize that teams that do not have a full pre-season uh, full pre-season their players mostly slow to pick up and just uh, sorry for the football analogy but teams like let's say Pep Guardiola's Man City they hardly ever start the season on their best form because most of their players are involved in national teams so they always come back to camp very late or later than others and especially in this year that they had to go and play Champions League final and all those things so you realize that just that two weeks or three weeks or at most a month break from playing football they become rusty their passes and the rest don't become as it were before the season ended because of that break so god was just telling me that the results come from continuing doing something when there's a break it can affect performance and for many of us we have we started several things in the year we started hitting the gym in the year we started praying um in the year we started having our bible studies we started giving we started relating with certain people but god is saying that some of us we are great so this episode or this series is god teaching us reminding us that results come from continuing daring 
you know, one day at church at youth meeting we having a discussion and there's this married man amongst us then um, the, the discussion came and it was like his greatest surprise in marriage that up to now he can't wrap his mind around is that marriage is a daily work like he says that it doesn't matter what you did yesterday when you wake up tomorrow it's another work so there's no break for marriage <laughs> he says he found it quite surprising that there was no break so the fact that maybe yesterday he said thank you to his wife for giving him a delicious meal the next day he must say thank you the fact that you said thank you yesterday doesn't mean that today you should not say thank you the fact that you were nice to me yesterday doesn't mean that today you should not be nice to me and he found it quite exhausting that this marriage thing he needs to work at it he needs to be deliberate at it the fact that maybe yesterday he came back from work helped around the house and he whatever i don't know what they do <laughs> it doesn't mean that today he can come and say charlie i'm tired i won't do anything it's as though what he did yesterday doesn't count today too you must do something so if you want the result of a joyful and a blissful marriage it's something you must do every single day the day you go for break you are likely to fall into the hands of Bathsheba. Ah. Papa David, yeah, sorry. <laughs> because the day David, David used to go for war, Samson, he fought around 66 battles, about nine major battles. And the day that this guy said, actually, you know what? I've been fighting for, I've been fighting every year. This time, let my superintendent, let my generals also go and lead the battle. And the day he decided not to fight was the day that turned his life around in a negative sense. So God is saying, I know throughout the year you have been praying. I know throughout the year you have been working at your business. I know throughout the year you have been sending in applications. I know throughout the year you have been working at that vision. You have been hitting the gym. You have been saving. You have been investing. You have been loving. You have been calling new people. You have been checking up on people. You have been doing all those things. And you feel like, ah, this should count for something. But God is saying, continue daring. Because the results come from continuation. So as I was listening to this married man, he said a statement that I've heard quite a number of people say that Charlie, in a marriage, don't start something you cannot continue. There's a particular friend I have on their status, her WhatsApp now is called About. Her WhatsApp About, the description down there. Since I had a number which has been over six years, yeah, about six years now, it has always been the same thing. It says, stay focused and do not start something you do not intend to continue and finish. And every time I check her, 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 the WhatsApp status or about, it's the same thing that we see. Whenever I say it, I just smile. Say, stay focused and do not start something you do not intend to continue and finish. So this married man in church was saying, actually, you know what? If maybe for you, um, maybe where you come from work, you, uh, you don't want to cook supper. Don't start. <laughs> because when you start, it immediately becomes an expectation. They will be expecting that every day, Charlie. Last yesterday you cooked, so today to cook, every day cook. So he said that he, that he will start something because if he starts, it becomes an expectation from his wife. <laughs> so the day he doesn't do it, then it becomes wahala. And that's what God is telling us, that results come from continuation. The fact that you have been going to the gym for six months out of the year, if you stop on the seventh month, and you go back to your old lifestyle, everything is just going to go waste. That is why in Galatians 6, it tells us that do not be wary in doing good for in due season. So you must continue in doing good till the season that is called due season. Because if you stop before the due season, you are short-circuiting the results and the quality of harvest 
you will get. So God is telling me and God is telling you, continue daring that which you set out to do in this year. If it's you are saving a certain percentage of your salary, don't think that, oh, Charlie, you have been saving for six months, seven months, you are good to go. God says, continue daring. If you have been calling your parents every day or every week or every whatever, and you feel like, Charlie, if I don't call her for this month, it's okay. God is saying, continue daring. Whatever good thing that you are doing, God is saying, continue because the result you expect comes from continuation. No matter how many times great free kick takers have scored free kick goals, every day they go for training, they train free kicks. There's one of these these players, I, I don't know if I'm correct, I think either James Ward-Prowse or David Beckham, one of these people, he says that every day after training, he takes at least a certain number of free kicks. It doesn't matter how many years have been doing it. As long as he's a footballer, he's going to continue practicing free kicks. And that's what guarantees him results. It is continuation, consistency that guarantees results. So for those of you who are in relationships, <laughs> if you are going to be taking her to dates on her birthday, please, I beg you don't give up. I say the economy, continue daring. Those who have been buying flowers every Vows Day, <laughs> do not grow where God says continue daring because the result you are expecting comes from continuation. And you know, this thing hits so much when it comes to relationship. No matter how how best of friends you are with somebody immediately the communication ceases you become as though you have been strangers all your life and i always say this all of us have have had best friends that are no longer our best friends all of us have had people that we thought we could not do life without them but now we can see their number and we see their whatsapp status and there's nothing pushing us to even send a hi and the moment we just send a message it is just to wish happy birthday or merry christmas and it's amazing how people whose life were literally knit together they used to go to school together they were in the same class they read the same programs their parents knew about them they go home together sometimes they have sleepovers or whatever overs and now just because maybe one went to a particular university or one person traveled or something happened and there was a break in communication it's as though they never were best friends what affected the lack of of continuity. So God is saying, I know this year has been tired. There have been so many frustrations, so many disappointments, so many delays and seemingly denials and so many victories and successes and congratulations. Whatever season you have had in this year, God is saying, continue in what you told you at the beginning of the year. It doesn't matter which time you are listening to this episode. You may have been listening to this episode the first month in the year. It still applies. God is saying, continue. So for you, maybe the new year you maybe are listening to this thing in the new year and you are thinking about what next to do god is saying what that the prayer you have been praying last year continue in the prayer the giving you have been given continue in the giving the preparation for the great life you have continue in that preparation because the results you are seeking would only come when you continue so now let's go into the bible so our first scripture will be second timothy chapter 3 verse 14 this is an instructive word papa paul gave to brother timothy in second timothy 3 verse 14 let's start from verse 12 it says he and all that live godly in christ jesus shall suffer persecution but evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse deceiving and being deceived but now look at the verse 14 but continue thou in the things which thou hast learnt and has been assured of knowing whom thou hast learnt them from paul is saying that listen the world is not going to get any easier 
we are going to suffer persecutions because we are living for God. He said that people will get worse and worse. They themselves will be deceived as they are deceiving other people. Regardless of how dark and gloomy the world becomes, continue daring in what you are doing. That which you have heard, knowing whom you heard it from. So it doesn't matter how well you were doing the good things when you started. If you do not continue, you will not enjoy the fruits thereof. So in Matthew 12, 24, I believe he says that he that endures to the end shall be saved. He that endures to the end shall be saved. Not he that started, not he that was in the middle, but he that endures to the end, he that continues to the end shall be saved. So it's about the things you continually do. That is what guarantees your salvation. So there is no rest. We are sojourners in this world. There is no season of rest in this world. As long as we are in this world, we are moving, we are traveling, we are fighting, we are pushing on, we are pressing on, we are defeating, we are moving. That's why in the beginning of our year, one of the things God led us to pray for is movement. Because movement is a sign of life. You must continually be moving. Let's look again. Paul tells Timothy yet again in 1 Timothy 4 verse 16. He's telling Timothy that take heed unto yourself. He's saying, look at yourself well. In the tree in Ghana, he says, <laughs> look at yourself. Take care of yourself. And he says, and unto the doctrine, continue in them. For in doing this, thou shalt both be saved and they that hear you. It doesn't matter how well you started. If you do not continue to the end, you will not be saved. So the key to result is come continuity. Let's look at what Paul again tells Timothy concerning pregnant women in 1 Timothy 2 verse 15. Or let's start from verse 13. 1 Timothy 2 verse 13. For Adam was first formed then Eve. And Adam was not deceived, but the woman was deceived. But the woman being deceived was in transgression. Now verse 15. Notwithstanding, she shall be saved in childbearing if they continue in faith. So in this situation, for the woman to be saved in childbearing, she must continue in faith and in charity and in holiness with sobriety. So it is not just starting with faith, charity, and holiness and sobriety, but it's continuing with faith, charity, holiness, and sobriety. It's like a woman who is pregnant and she says, actually, I've been carrying this baby for six months in chill. Because of this baby, I've not been drinking alcohol. Because of this baby, I've not been doing that. Because of this baby, I've been doing this. So now they are tired. It's six months. I've done some. I can let me go back to living as though I was not pregnant. You'll be, you'll be aborting your baby. And many of us, we have aborted our destinies because we did not continue daring in faith, in charity, and holiness with sobriety. Continue, continue, continue. This is God's word to us. Continue. God is saying continue because you see there are some things that are seasonal in your life and I always give the instruction that whenever I meet younger people I always tell them who look frustrated with their parents always on their case about learning learn no learn no learn no and I just look at them and I smile don't worry it's just for a season a season in your life they will worry you with learning going for classes 2 plus 2 3 plus 3 4 plus 4 but and you just feel like it's an unending cycle. You finish junior high school, you go to secondary school, it's a learn, no, learn, no, learn, no, learn, no, learn, no. You get to the university, learn, no, learn, no, learn, no, learn, no. And automatically, they will enter a season where they're learning, you'll no more be hearing about learning. 
So some things are seasonal. But then remember, with the learning, you must continue until you're having no more exams to write. But with learning, and I'm not talking about academic learning, but in life, you must always learn. But I'm talking about academic learning. In academic learning, you will learn until you have written your final exams. And you will determine whether undergraduate to be your final exam or master's or, or certificate or whatever, or PhD. But as long as in this life, you are a student, you must learn. And as long as we are in this life, we must continue daring. We must continue daring. So God has given us a list of things, about 14, I don't know how many things, but so far about 14 points here that God wants us to continue doing. He said, keep doing the same thing. Keep doing the same thing. I know you have been doing this and you feel weary, you feel worn out, but it's not the result you are expecting. That body you want from, that six packs you want, or that figure you want, it comes when you continue at the gym. If you want to get that muscle, that figure, you must continue at the gym. And even after you have gotten that body or that figure, you must continue to maintain. Because what you got by gymming is maintained by gymming. Mm, God is deep. <laughs> What you got by gymming, you will maintain that six packs by gymming. So if after I've gotten that six packs, you think, oh, now I have that figure, I'm going to stop going to the gym, or I'm going to reduce the intensity of my gym, and I'm going to eat anyhow, do anything anyhow, eat any type of food, you are just rubbishing all your labors for all these years. And for some of us, I feel like this is God's word to us. For some of us, we have been praying, 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 praying. And finally, that child has come, that marriage has come, that opportunity has come, that visa has come, that job has come, that congratulations has come. And all of a sudden, we thought that it's all over. But God is saying, whatever you got by prayer, you must maintain by prayer. Whatever you got by going to the gym, you must maintain by going to the gym. And I know this will be very tiring, very demanding, but that is the price we pay for results. And this is why even though maybe Cristiano Ronaldo may not be the most talented or most skillful player, but the reason why he has commanded the attention of the world is because he continues or he has been doing what he has been doing for long. He's about 38, 39 years old and you can still see the vim and the vigor. Every day waking up, going to training, waking up, going to training and maintain his figure, his physique. He has been drinking water. He doesn't say, oh, now, dear, I am Cristiano Ronaldo. I have won multiple Ballon d'Or and the rest. So I'll, I'll stop training and be eating anything. He is continuing doing what he's doing. And that's the reason why him and Lionel Messi have been able to command the world because of their continuity. And God is saying that the results you are expecting, the results you are looking for, it will come from continuation. So here's a list of things that we'll be looking at and we'll break, we'll look at about four or five of them as much as time will permit us. Things that God wants to remind us to continue doing. The next week, God willing, we'll continue. And the first of it, of course, is continue in, drumroll, <laughs> continue in prayer. Colossians chapter 4 verse 2. And there are several, several, several scriptures that talks about this, but I can't give you all of them. So Colossians 4 verse 2 says, Continue in prayer and watch in the same with thanksgiving. Continue in prayer and watch in the same with thanksgiving. Colossians 1, so yeah, that's Colossians 4 verse 2. That's the scripture I'll give you. We all know the scripture several. In, in Luke chapter 18 verse 1, And Jesus told the parable to this end, Men always ought to pray 
and not to faint in Thessalonians. He tells us, pray without ceasing. You know, sometimes, especially for some of us that were, in quote, born Christians, you have been in the church all your life for greater portions of your life. You were born again by age 15, 16, 17. You have been praying, you have been going for retreats upon retreats, camps upon camps, church upon church, revivals upon. Sometimes you just get weary. Oh God, I have prayed. Some prayers when I even hear when I even go for meetings and I hear that that's a prayer topic, I just smile because I have over prayed the topic. But God is saying, continue in prayer. We pray for answers, so continue in prayer. I like what the church did after they heard that James had been killed by hell. And the the church began to pray for Peter. And by the time Peter was knocking on the door of the house of Mary, where they were praying, the Bible said they were still praying. So you can imagine for how long they were praying. Because when they heard that they are taking Peter, they started to pray. And because it was the Sabbath, Herod said that he won't kill Peter, so he put him in prison. But the church was still praying. But the woman I loved the most was the prophetess in the temple. The Bible said that she lost her husband when she was young. And she was about 77 years or so old. And for about, I forgot, she was about 80 something years, I think so. And for about 60 years, since she lost her husband, the Bible said that every day she used to go to the temple praying for the consolation of Israel. My God. You know, just recently, I, I feel worn out with a particular prayer. I've been praying that, oh God, open this door, open this. Occasionally, I'll go like Charlie, God, you know what, I'm tired. But when I realize how much I need this door to open, and I'll go back again. <laughs> And I just look at this woman and the fact that for over 60 years, my God, she has been praying the same thing, praying for Jesus. In fact, it was this woman's prayer that delivered Jesus. <laughs> so I'm sure that after Malachi and, and God had literally gone radio silent for about 400 years, when God was about to step in the scene again, he began to stand. Um, um, there may be other people because we know of only two. I think Simeon and the prophetess. But there may be other people, but I don't think the Bible can document all of them. But God knows them and in heaven will find out all of them. They will be receive their due reward. You can just imagine about maybe since Malachi last spoke for 400 years, God had been stirring the hearts of people. And people have been praying, 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 praying. And they died. Their children or the mantle went on to other people. And day to day prayed, they prayed, they prayed, they prayed, they prayed, they prayed and they died. And the mantle went on to other people and they prayed, they prayed, they prayed until the mantle fell on the widower. And she took for 16 years every single day. Hey, how many of us, when you lose your husband at a tender age, you will find a prayer mantle for a certain Jesus who they say is come to deliver Israel? Some people are free. And for 60 years, this woman continued in prayer. Honey, pray for that job. Continue praying for that baby. Continue praying for your family. Continue praying for your sibling. Continue praying for their salvation. Continue praying for Ghana. You know, one day I was talking to a friend, he was like, Charlie, when he goes for prayer meeting, he said, when he went for prayer meeting also, and the prayer warrior, or the one who was in the prayer was like, we are praying for Ghana. Then I think somebody beside him just chuckled and said, Charlie, Ghana, ya bossa, ya bre. Simply meaning that Ghana, we are praying about Ghana. Our leaders keep messing up. Time and time again, when we think we have seen it all, when we think somebody was our savior, he has broken our hearts the most. If you know, you know. <laughs> oh, mercy. And I tell that Charlie, prayer warrior, let us pray for something else. Let's pray for our church. And this is our church, we are seeing progress. As for this, our country, you just feel worn out when you keep praying over and over again, praying over and over again. But the Bible said that Elijah prayed again. I know you have been praying, but God says, pray again. 
continue praying. And this is to me, that door I'm praying for must open. And I'm going to continue praying till that door opens. Pray again. So this is the first thing that God wants you to continue doing. So imagine Elijah has stopped after, after second, after three or four or five times. The Bible said he sent his servant seven times until the servant finally said, I see a cloud like the handle, like the fist of a man. He says, ah, saddle your sheep. Quickly go and tell Rehab, the rain is coming now. So you have prayed the first time and you see no sign. God is saying, pray again. You have prayed the second time and then no change. God is saying, pray again. The third time, no change. God is saying, pray again. The fourth time, no change. God is saying, pray again. The fifth time, no change. God is saying, pray again. The sixth time, no change. God is saying, pray again. And the seventh time, the change happened. To all of us who are like me, who are feeling weary, who are feeling worn out and exhausted and tired because we felt like we have been praying. God is saying, pray again. Continue in prayer. You have been praying for that beloved. You were 22 or you were 20. In fact, you were 18 when you started praying. Now you are 26 and you are still praying. God is saying, on praying. You have been praying for that child. First year in marriage, second year in marriage, third year in marriage, fourth year in marriage, fifth year in marriage, sixth year in marriage, seventh year in marriage, eighth God is saying, continue in prayer. Because men always ought to pray and never faint or never get discouraged. Pray again. The next thing that God wants us to continue in if we want a certain kind of result is to continue to dream. Ah, I love this. I love this one. Continue to dream. And you know, when you talk about dreams, you have to go to none other than my favorite Bible character, Mr. Joseph. And it says in Genesis chapter 37, verse 5 and joseph dreamed a dream and he told it to his brethren and they hated him yet the more and he said i pray thee hear this dream i have dreamed for behold you were binding sheaves in the field and lo my sheaf arose and also stood upright and behold your sheaf stood around about and made up um, obeisance to my sheep. And his brethren said unto him, Shall thou indeed reign over us, or shall thou have dominion over us? And they hated him yet the more for his dreams and for his words. You see, the interesting thing here, which I just noticed today, was that it was not Joseph who gave the interpretation of his dream. He just met his brothers and said, Charlie, boys, boys, Charlie, to their dream. And he just shared his dream. It was the brothers who interpreted the dream. The brothers were prophetic. Prophetic, as we say in some circles, prophetic brothers, they could interpret dreams. Hey, you see that? Then uh, that's verse 8. Now, the part I love is the verse 9. The verse 9, the first line. And he dreamed yet another dream, and he told it to his brethren. And he said, Behold, I have dreamed a dream more. <laughs> I love this version. I have dreamed a dream more. What is God saying? God is saying, Dream again. You know, in Ephesians 12 verse 1, it tells us that remember now your creator in the days of you. And why should we remember God when we are in the days of our youth? Because of two things. When the evil days have not drawn nigh. When the evil days have not come. Nor the years draw nigh. When you say, I have no more pleasure in them. He's saying that, Charlie, <laughs> there are seasons in life we call evil days that have the way of sucking in you the zeal to remember God. And you see, this is what happens to all of us. I always tell my people at church that whenever you go for a wedding, I tell them, look around, especially when they say you may kiss the bride or whatever. It is we, the young ones, who are happy, excited, exuberant, and jumping. 
the old men are just and the old men are just sitting there coiled in their seats. The most some of them would do is just smile. <laughs> it is we the young ones who are excited, exuberant about love, about marriage. But some of them, the battles they have seen in this life, <laughs> the evil days that they have gone through, they just don't have the excitement again. And this is why God is saying that I know you have been discouraged. I know you started a job and everything just fell and you, ent- and you entered into death. I know you started a relationship and you were in the talking stage and it became sweet. And for four years you were enjoying just for everything to fall down flat. And you felt like, ah, you started dating when you were 23. And four years now you are 27. Shall I date again? God is saying, yes, date again. You know, a friend was telling me after he had his breakup, he was like, Charlie, he doesn't have the energy that as and now if a girl doesn't move to him <laughs> ah, he doesn't think he has the energy to move again because he has been heartbroken he feels like all oh, this investment of time and effort in trying to be the best boyfriend alive <laughs> fell to the ground and it seems like there's no more energy to pursue again but god is telling you dream again continue to dream continue to dream for some of us who said that oh by 8 30 you are finished school and for five years you have not had a stable income you do maybe a contract work for one month then you go and do some six months internship and they'll give you something small then you do one year contract and you have just been hopping from job to job and you have never had a stable life to be able to plan and put things in order for your life and you just feel all worn out and weary in life God is saying, dream again. You dreamt about how you have that modeling agency, how you set up that football academy, how you have that farm, how you have that business, and you feel like everything has just gone down the drain. God is saying, and you dreamed yet another dream. You may be 50 years and above listening to this and feel like, Charlie, you don't have an idea that battles have seen. Of course, I have no idea. But thank God it's not me that I just telling you. This is God's word to us even as we have discussions with him through the pages of scripture. And God's word to us this morning, this afternoon, and this evening, is that honey, dream again, dream again, dream again, dream again, dream again. Let this word settle in your heart, that no matter how many times your dream has been shattered, when you thought as though everything had settled in, then the government came up with some funny policy and funny taxation and funny, funny things. And everything seems like, ah, another wasted investment. God is saying, dream again. The next thing God wants us to continue to do is to forgive my brother or your brother. So in Matthew 18, well, from verse 21 to 22, then came Peter to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who has sinned against me? I like this. <laughs> I love the way these people were real. I love the questions they asked. And it's just, Peter was like, God, you know what? I don't have a problem with forgiveness. So I know the importance of forgiveness because as they say, forgiveness or unforgiveness is like drinking a poison, expecting the other person to die. So I understand your preaching, powerful, that I should forgive. But now the question is, how many times should I forgive my brother or my sister? Then I like the way he said, up to seven times, he, he gave you a starting, a starting, and he looked generous. Because frankly speaking, forgiving your brother seven times, Charlie, you have done well. So he gave him now, gave a number seven times. I'm sure the guy was in seven means completion or perfection or whatever, whatever. <laughs> so he was trying to be, you know, prophetic. 
and tell Jesus I know numbers and their meaning. So seven means the end of a cycle. Seven means rest. For God rested on the seventh day. Hey, and look at what Jesus said. Jesus answered and said, not seven times. Hey, but seventy-seven times. Seventy-seven times. Forgive seventy-seven times. Some people say that forgive unto you with perfect perfection because seven means perfection <laughs> or means perfect. So seventy-seven is perfect <laughs> perfection. He said, "Forgive until you have become a PhD holder in forgiveness." I know you are forgiving your husband. I know you are forgiving your wife. But he says, "Forgive again." I know you are forgiving your ex. I know you are forgiving your dad. I know you are forgiving your mom. But it seems like they have done it again. They have gone back to that lifestyle again. God is saying, forgive. Get a PhD, a professorial, honorary, <laughs> professorial, whatever, title in forgiveness. Because no matter how many times you are supposed to be forgiven, there's no limit you can't get to. You must continue to forgive. As long as God continues to forgive you, you must also continue to forgive. So the day God decides that he's fed up with you, then you can also decide to be fed up with your brother or your sister. But as long as God has forgiven you and God is forgiving you, you must continue to forgive. So the fact that you are forgiving your brother 66 times, if he comes again, forgive your brother. Because that one unforgiveness you hold on to can spoil the 66 times you are forgiving him or her. Forgive your brother. Forgive your brother. Fantastic. And the last thing, so we have looked at continue to pray, continue to dream, continue to forgive. And the next one is continue to give despite ingratitude that has been demonstrated towards you. Continue to give. Another scripture we read in Galatians 6 verse 8 that says that do not be weary in doing good for in due season you will receive your reward if you do not faint. Continue to give. Continue to be generous. Continue to dash. <laughs> dash people things. Give. Be a giver. Continue to give in church. Continue to give to people. Continue to give. Some will come and say thank you. Some will not come and say thank you. But continue to give. You may be like Jesus who have healed people, 10 lepers, and only one came back and said, ah, were there not um, um, four or nine that were made heal? Where are they? And you may feel worn out. But Jesus is saying that continue to give. Why should you continue to give? And I think we read the scripture when we are doing strange statements Jesus made. That is Luke chapter 6 verse 35. It says, but love your enemies and do good and lend hoping for nothing again and your reward shall be great and ye shall be children of the highest for he is kind unto the unthankful and to the evil god continues to give to those who are unthankful so as long as god is continuing to give to those who are unthankful god is saying also give some will come and say thank you some will say thanks and they'll run off it's like having children <laughs> the way they i don't have a child but the way they'll pester you when they need something and immediately you get it the way they run off some will just say thank you daddy and they just run and like ah the way they worry you or the sacrifice you had to make just to afford them this toy or what they ask for and the way they just run off 
you feel as though that they didn't appreciate your efforts, you will still continue to give to them. And that's what God is telling you. Continue to give. Continue daring because the results come when you continue. We just want to spend some time in prayer. And I know this is a very difficult thing for us to do. It's very difficult to continue praying when you see no results. It's very difficult to continue giving when people remain unforgetful or when people remain forgetful and unthankful. It's very difficult to continue dreaming when all your dreams have been shattered. It's very difficult to continue, but the result comes from continuity. And tonight, as you can imagine, we have only one prayer. Lord, help us to continue. The way God has been kind to the unthankful and the evil. Lord, help us. Give us a heart like yours. Lord, supply us with grace. Supply us with strength to continue praying. Supply us with your help to continue dreaming. Supply us with your help to continue giving. Supply us with your help, Lord, to continue daring in that which we have been doing from the beginning of the year. That project which you have started, that building project, when you feel like it is just taking all your money and you want to just pause. Many of us, I feel like we just want to pause. We have been demonstrating love. We have been the best husband, the best wife, the best boyfriend, the best girlfriend for the past years. But God is saying, continue, 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 continue. Sometimes you call, they appreciate your call. Other times they don't appreciate your call. But God is saying, continue, continue, continue. Because the result you are looking for comes in continuation. Father, we pray for grace to continue. That which you have laid upon our hearts like the prophetess, like Cornelius, who continue to pray. Father, we pray for grace to continue in prayer, continue with giving, continue with giving. We pray for help to continue, Lord, in the name of our Lord Jesus. Times we are weary, Lord, breathe a fresh breath on us, breathe a fresh breath on us to continue in the name of our Lord Jesus. Amen and amen. Continue to listen to this podcast. Because God is blessing us, He's teaching us, He's giving us comfort and He's encouraging us. Remember that we are continuing to give God our very best and we are only no man nothing but love. See you next week, even as we continue with continue daily. And remember to continue to invite people to listen on all podcast platforms. Now our mother channel is Telegram. Just search the household of the Father and you'll find our channel. Continue to invite friends, continue to listen and continue in the faith. See you next week and bye-bye. God bless you.